This podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Basement Booker's Podcast, a wrestling podcast by Wrestling Marks for Wrestling Marks. Here we are today, and first and foremost, we need to acknowledge the fact that no one acknowledged the Tribal Chief last weekend. We are well aware of this, and in order to let you guys know, in case you missed last week's, uh, I felt like we uh, acknowledged. Sarah Lee instead, and it was cleared with the tribal chief, so nobody needs to worry about any excommunication from the island of relevancy. On to the second item of news. It has come to our attention through video on Twitter that the former inconsequential champion Manny has decided to call his shot. That he's a man that will defend his title at any time. I have a written response from the current inconsequential champion. She is a recluse. She does not appear in audio or video format. Uh, and this was also dictated to a secretary. So she didn't even write it herself. I don't know what's going on here. I'm just getting tired of big timed. Uh, Rich Deriz and myself have decided, uh, regardless of this uh, response to this, that he that Manny is the number one contender. And that is decided uh, through the basement bookers. Now, uh, the champion says, and I quote. I was not the one that retired the inconsequential championship. This was done by the quote men, unquote, that run the basement bookers podcast. That's that's hurtful. Um, Also, let it be known. That yes, I do believe that Manny is a fighting champion. And that is why he is in front of the line. And this year, at Survivor Series, the inconsequential championship will return to active competition. With Manny being the first, the number one contender to face the champion. And now that it is reinstated, unless... Uh, it is vetoed by Commissioner Rich DeRiz. There will be an inconsequential championship. Same places defended as the illustrious, exclusive Basement Bookers Championship. And now on to the show. Rich DeRiz, everybody. Well, for, first of all, I, I want to address both of these statements. Uh, all, all the statements. Uh, one, very cool to see the, uh, my guess, future Basement Booker's Hall of Famer Manny as the first ever inconsequential champion stepping up and calling out the current inconsequential champion uh, to defend her title. Um, he, as as I stated on Twitter in response, he brought up excellent points that can't be refuted. On the other hand, yes, it was us that sort of retired. We we sort of we put the inconsequential championship on hold 
um, when sort of like the world stopped because, you know, a lot of uncertainty in the air at the time. And then, you know, the inconsequential championship was yet another victim of COVID. Yes, it was. Uh, but good on the champion for coming out and saying she will accept the challenge from the rightful number one contender, Manny. Um, I am looking forward to this head-to-head matchup at Survivor Series. Uh, yeah, uh, two first ballot basement Booker Hall of Fame contenders competing in guessing better. It's gonna be what a, a contest! Knocker, Jerry, gonna be a slobber knocker. I'm all about slobber knocking. Definitely gonna knock some slobber. That's sure. <laughs> all right. Moving straight into the news, because we got a lot of stuff to get through today. First up, FightfulSelect.com reported that when Triple H took over WWE, there was a significant effort to bring Paige back as a general manager, and if she wanted to return to the ring, the medical team would work with her to make it happen. The report adds that under Vince, by the way, it didn't say how they'd work with her exactly, so I'm, I'm curious what those details would have been. Um, the report has under Vince McMahon, uh, WWE wasn't interested at all in letting her back in the ring and that they wouldn't even let her get x-rays from their team. She was working independently, like Brian Danielson did, to get evaluated for an in-ring return by independent doctors. Reportedly, she chose AEW over Triple H's deal or offer, I should say, due to their flexibility for outside projects without losing a portion of that income. Oh, she still wants to do adult movies, allegedly. Or something, right. Or something. I'm, okay, I'm or just maybe, guessing. Maybe the, uh, the, the one of those streaming or uh, uh, sites that are only for fans or something. Yeah, what, 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 a, what, something that's uh, fans friendly, you know? Right, yeah. That's that interesting. <laughs> I, I, I actually think that's a, a much lesser known one. Let's see. Uh, sure, blocks. whatever. We also, we kind of made it up a little bit. So, you know, yeah, it's all jokes. Uh, Paige, if you're listening, you know, I'm still a fan. Uh, Respect what you've done. Uh, It's not my place to judge or anything like that. It's just to have an opinion. My preference would be to see her on Monday. But if it's Wednesday, sure, I just hope. That everything works out fine physically, uh, seeing as uh, much like, uh, you know, the stereotype of uh, white people in cooking. They just need some more seasoning over there at AEW, mm-hmm. I feel. And I'm OK with you talking about the stereotype because I know that, you know, that my preference is for stuff to be a lot more spicy than you can even handle. And I know that, you know, that I am also not the stereotypical uh, Puerto Rican of African descent, where I have also do not like spicy food. Right. So I feel like uh, they are at war with another. So, <laughs> moving along. All right. Uh, so speaking of streaming, on a YouTube gaming stream, Rhonda detailed a finish that she suggested for her Extreme Rules match against Liv Morgan, where Liv would have passed out with her face in thumbtacks, but with her hand in place to protect her face. Uh, she added, quote, they said we can't do thumbtacks anymore. Legally, we can't purposefully injure people and cut their skin. You know, 
I see what they're trying to do here, and it's the whole like publicly traded company. Mm-hmm. I also feel while it does make them look more family friendly than AEW, mm-hmm. I do think that they shouldn't introduce certain implements in hardcore matches, period then. Right. Uh I don't I think we're done with thumb, thumbtacks. Yeah, like it's like so. All right, so you can't use a thumbtack, no, because you because you can't be intentionally piercing the skin. Use a sledgehammer instead. Yeah, but the thing <laughs> is, I think it's like a visceral reaction. Mm-hmm. It's puncturing. Uh, there's ways. Obviously, Triple H has done it for years to do to do a sledgehammer shot without injuring anybody. Right. Um. So I I, I see that, and mm-hmm. there's always the don't try this at home. Mm-hmm. But it's, I think we're at the point, maybe I'm incorrect, and I know there's a place for everything, where I think we might have, we're, I think we've moved past that in this day and age. And I, 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 I think with WWE, it's important to offer an alternative to where the world, I feel the world is already extreme. Mm-hmm. You see... The the need for the extreme stuff came at a time when there was a hunger for it. Mm-hmm. That has since been satisfied and in some ways overfed. So I, I'm with WWE on this one, and I do think it has its place. So if AEW wants to do it, fine. But just so they know, that might have unintended consequences, especially with the wide range availability and it's a prime time show. Mm-hmm. Unless it's like Rampage or something, which technically, like after 10, I think 10 and on is supposed to be for adults or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. So that's where I'm at with that. I kind of wonder if that, um, that 10 and on being for adults rule even matters anymore with the internet super prevalence of not only the internet, but DVRs. That's true. Kid, kid follows AEW. He's like, okay, don't watch Rampage. That's for adults. And this kid's like, all right, um, okay, I'm gonna DVR Rampage. And honestly, I'll watch it later. I see what you're go- what you're getting at here. Mm-hmm. But a savvy parent does have access to parental controls on a DVR. Definitely true. So there's ways. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, children are crafty. Mm-hmm. And the internet is knowledge. So really, it's a it's a parenting issue. You know, I don't think there's going to be like, you know, a bunch of uh, thumbtack attacks. Hopefully not. <laughs> uh, you know what? I take that back. I'm just going to pray that there's nothing like that because people are crazy now. So who knows? Yeah. So moving on to injuries. Uh, thankfully, nothing particularly major listed here. Aaliyah noted on Instagram that she's out with, quote, an elevated first rib and AC sprain. So I had to look up what an elevated first rib is. Apparently, there is a rib that comes out from your sternum. It's below the collarbone, but it goes behind the collarbone and, like, underneath it. Does that and, reinforce the rib cage or something? Is she like the next step of evolution? No, no, no. So, um, every, obviously everyone has it, but so that can be it. So it's pulled on by your neck muscles, like your neck muscles and everything that supports your head will pull it up, and like all the the muscles that otherwise keep the ribs in place, obviously pull it down. 
So some people like depending on like what they do, how they sit and stand, if they if they like scrunch their shoulders a lot or whatever, it can like it'll stay elevated and that can put pressure on the veins, arteries and nerves that pass between the collarbone and that rib. Well, that sucks. Yeah. So it, like I'm I'm pressing on my like on my sternum here, I can't even feel it. So I think it's like it's right below and it's it, it it's short. Like it's not much. I think it's probably about as wide as the neck itself. Right. Yes. Yeah, I was kind of curious to see if I could like feel it in like on my own chest. And I and maybe I probably feel like the front of it, but then it just like it goes back and I can't feel it anyway. Um. So that could lead to like shoulder pain, uh, potential feelings of like a pinch nerve. And with my recent symptoms, I was like, oh, this is interesting. I don't think it, I don't think it's my problem. I think my problem is my pinch nerve, but it's interesting. So I, that that's when I mentioned that I got delayed by some research. That was it. All right, good. That, and, that's uh, you're the medical guy now. Is that it? Yes. Not that's a doctor. I'm Just not in doctor. case you guys get confused. Right. I'll, I'll occasionally talk like one on a podcast, but that's it. Uh, and the AC sprain, the AC joint is in the shoulder. So Yeah, all. I know where my shoulder is. Yes. Good. Good. It's above my mouse moving thing. That's right. Yeah. The mouse moving appendage. Right. Uh, Ariana Grace revealed on Twitter that she is also injured. She did not specify what the injury is. Who's and this? She's in NXT. Oh. I think she I think she in a couple of weeks ago she lost to Kiana James. Hey, so. Rich Riz, can yes. you do us a favor? If we're not gonna know who the hell they are, let's not talk about it. Okay. Okay? But she she's on NXT TV. So? Yeah. Does her missing TV make me sad? No. Okay. I guess not. <laughs> I actually she hope to go that she recovers uh one hundred percent and continues to pursue her dream. Yes. See, it's important to say nice things after you say a really mean and harsh thing. <laughs> there you go. It shows that you're not a piece of crap, right. Jim Cornette. Just let's try saying at least one nice thing about someone, Vince yeah. Russo. Seriously. Seriously. Uh, PerfightfulSelect.com, Tiffany Stratton is, quote, medically sidelined. And while the report didn't mention it, Raja's Jeff Whalen, who isn't citing his source for this bit of information. He says, is on the case. I guess so. He says, she, well, okay, I can speculate where he got this info. He says she recently underwent breast enhancement surgery. Oh. Well. Enhancement? Yeah. That makes sense. That might have been why they wrote her off of TV for a little bit. Could be. To do yeah. that. Maybe that was a plan. I hope. Mm-hmm. And it's. Not, I'm not assuming, because that's important that we don't do that, mm-hmm. that it's under her own volition, and no one tried to convince her to do so. Yeah, my ge- I'm I'm getting the feeling that this was before the DX reunion. So, okay. Uh, I no, I they... wasn't accusing anybody of anything. Okay. I'm just saying mm-hmm. that sometimes people do things if they feel like it'll help them. But something that they don't necessarily want to do. Right. I gotcha. That's all I'm trying to say. Yeah. Let's hope it's just like, hey, let me get this done. And that was the reason why. 
Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. I think Alrighty. that's fair. Mm-hmm. Definitely. The WrestleVotes Twitter account, as we mentioned on this podcast a number of times, is generally on the ball with their uh, their leaks and such. Uh, it said that, quote, another name WWE has significant interest in bringing back is Chelsea Green. Oh, uh, Zack Ryder's wife. Right. Or what's his name? Uh, Matt Cardona, the former yep. NWA champion. That's right. Um, I'm hoping they let her be a little bit more of the character she developed when she, if and when she comes back. Well, I would hope if they are trying to bring her back that that's something she requested. Yeah. Hope so. Uh, Edge was recently announced as being cast in an upcoming Disney Plus series called Percy Jackson and the Olympians, set to be released in 2024. He's reportedly going to be a recurring guest star as Ares. Uh, Go ahead, Edge. Get that money. Go ahead and do a crappy Disney Plus show. It's going to suck anyway. Probably. Is yeah, the I, Jackson series uh, a kid show, kid shows. Uh, it's yeah, it's based on books. There's a movie. They did a mm-hmm. movie that wasn't good. They did changes that the author didn't like. Uh, however, from what I understand, uh, which you know doesn't mean much because Disney is a disgusting empire that destroys dreams of your childhood. Um, I'm not salty, but I just you know take what I say. What a great thought is just my opinion. Uh. They're, they're going to stick to it. The author is allegedly involved in all of it. So we'll see what he's allowed to do. Uh-huh. That's, That's good news for Percy Jackson fans. Yeah. Good, congratulations, Percy Jackson fan. You got what you need. What you need is a Disney Plus show. And I hope that what happened to me does not happen to you. I hope yes. they don't take something you enjoy and ruin it. Mm-hmm. So speaking of not great shows, Liv Morgan announced on Twitter that she'll be in an episode of Chucky, on which airs October 26th. Now, uh, I learned yesterday at your Halloween party, Richard mm-hmm. is, which is why the Basement Bookers were, were recording a day after. Mm-hmm. That you I, not... I had no input on the date, by the way. Uh, that That's okay. I think it's good. It's like halfway there. It is. So, you do not like the Chucky show. Not a fan. How many episodes have you seen? One full, the first one. Okay. Now I some parts. I've seen the whole first season. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's fine. Uh, I don't think it's as good as everybody says it is, but then again, it might not have been made for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it delves into like subject matter I'm not really interested in. I'm not uh, the only thing I'm interested in is an inanimate doll murdering people. That's really what you go in there for. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the record, uh, when I was a young boy, a very young boy, I had my buddy, and he was basically like the real life good guy doll, which is mm-hmm. a good guy doll is what Chucky is. Right. And my mother showed me this movie. Nice. So <laughs> I'm watching the movie. Uh-huh. And now I do have a brother. He was around. It would be me, my brother, and my buddy. We would watch movies together. 
Mm-hmm. But this time, things were different. <laughs> I kept one eye open. Mm-hmm. And something else happened. Mm-hmm. I could state for a fact that this is for the people that actually seen it. I don't know if you even remember the first Chucky movie, but I just want to state for the record, the voodoo incantation that Charles E. Ray performed on the doll to go into it does not work. At least it didn't for me as a child. So mm-hmm. <laughs> that was an odd thing. Uh, and thankfully, my grandmother was not home because I'd be in a lot of trouble. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> this podcast. This podcast might not even exist. No, because she's super religious. <laughs> you, so. you, you'd still feel that whooping. She'd be like, Brujeria! You know, I'm like, oh no. <laughs> um. So anyway. No, it's not Santeria. I'm not doing it. I'm just trying to be immortal in my, you know, my friend here. <laughs> so, um, I that's all I had to say about the Chucky thing. I'll watch the episode because, you know, for the podcast. And I, 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 might, I might catch I might it. it out too. I might catch it when, like, the whole second season is over because for some reason I can't watch any episodes on Peacock right now. I guess they wait until it's done or something. I don't know. Because only season one is on there when I look. Yeah, that's probably it. So, what else you got? Uh, Last but not least, C.J. Perry is set to be part of the next season of VH1's The Surreal Life, which starts next Monday, October 24th. You know... I watched a movie with C.J. Perry in it. I forgot mm-hmm. to talk about it. Oh, that one, the 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 one where that that I I think everyone has seen the scene. Uh, refresh my memory. It's it's like her and a dude in the bathroom, and he like does a line off her chest or something. Yes, I I saw that movie. I I believe what it's about is like there's like these um, basically they could turn women into robots you know it was really weird Hmm. um yeah she's not a great actress Mm. but no one else in that was and in her defense she was decent she wasn't like a big part of the movie she was like i think the wife or something of a cop that was in it like he was a good cop and he got murdered or something spoiler alert for a movie you shouldn't watch because it's it's okay but not great and i'm guessing you don't remember the name of it i when i go i can go through my i could actually look in imdb and put her name in and i'll grab it for you guys mm-hmm. and as i do that you if you have the next thing so we don't stall it's no problem well, that's it for the news next up we'll, we'll be talking about the pay-per-view sorry premium live event well, you know what? Stream rules. Here's what you can do. You can, um, while I do this for the podcast, you can graciously uh, congratulate me. Uh, so. Yes, yes, yes. Congratulations to, and still, the basement champion, basement chair. Uh, thank you, Rich Riz. Uh Thank you, even though I was being a real jerk about it just now. Uh, I needed a comedic way to get into the, uh, you know, into the next segment and also stall for time. Mm -hmm. Uh, So right now, her filmography is the worst Mm. because 
It's like got all the wrestling stuff on here, and it's not even in the right order. I can't even find the thing on here because I know it's not one of these. So it must be because I, I found her, but it's not this. Because she's also in this movie called Cosmic Sin with Bruce Willis that I haven't seen. And it's one of those movies where it's like you think maybe the person owes somebody money. Mm-hmm. But, uh, oh, it's another version of you, I believe it's called. Mm. Um, yeah. All righty. All right. So the first thing I want to say about this premium live event. I, it's it's tough to get out of the habit of saying pay-per-view and premium live event is longer and PLE just sounds weird. PLE so almost sounds it takes me back to Radio Shack when we had to look at the PL. Yeah. So that's why well, I, I don't like it. I'm just gonna call it a pay-per-view. Well, yeah. I you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, top to bottom, every match on this event delivered seamlessly it did and like Uh, i remember last week when we were going to run down the matches i'm like you know this isn't exactly like a stacked card because seamless delivers food right that was the joke yes and you just kept going i did i know a moment of silence for my joke all right back to (laughs) (laughs) oh Shit. All right. Um, train of thought. Also, I got the movie wrong. That is a movie of hers, but it's a different one. I will find it, and I will let everybody know through the Facebook. You can kind of just Google. I'm sure anyone out there that's curious and on the edge of their seat waiting for the title of this movie, you could probably just Google it and yes. describe the scene basically the way we did it, and it should come right up. Sure. Oh, even though it didn't work for me. Anyway. Because, I mean, I'm old. I'm a boomer. So, mm. yeah, I'm not as good with the tech. Even though I'm using By the way, I don't know if I, if I told you. I'm on DuckDuckGo now. Thank God. Uh, but you're still behind, actually. So, like, DuckDuckGo is no longer safe. So, <sighs> you actually have to get the Brave browser. That one is the superior web browser. So many. Yeah, get rid of so them, good. though. The Brave browser doesn't save anything. It protects you. It's really good. This is not a paid. Um, right now, I have 683,813 trackers and ads blocked. According to, to my thing. So DuckDuckGo is a good search engine. But the Brave browser is a very good browser and it protects you. So, Can I install the DuckDuckGo? You, I use the Brave Extension. browser. Yeah, I use the Brave okay. browser with the DuckDuckGo for searching. Yeah. Okay. All right, anyway. Um, you can get Brave browser through the Epic Store. That's where I got it, if you oh, want to cool. look that way. Yep. Um, sorry for delaying, but hey, right. you guys need protection. You know. Got to get that digital rubber on. Word up, son. Anyway, uh, so this event, I remember thinking, like, it's hard to say what the main event was going to be. I guessed it correctly. You, you did. And like that was I think a front runner because you just because of the time to set up and break down practically, it made sense that and we said last week that that match would either be first or last, most likely. 
See, I don't ever think about construction because when I texted you, I'm like, the ring posts are not LEDs. Mm-hmm. And so, but I just thought about scope and the matches themselves mm-hmm. and what would be a better lead in to what I assumed what was going to occur at the end of the night, uh, mm-hmm. Bray Wyatt's return. Mm-hmm. So that that's why I went with that, um, which was the right move, I think. Uh, hot start, and then you just keep going. Nothing. There's no real lull in the action. When you say hot start, if Bookiverse, if you didn't see Extreme Rules, and you like people just beating the shit out of each other for 25 minutes straight, watch the fucking Donnybrook match. It was violent. It was very violent. It was. It was. Uh, it was a good approximation of actual violence between men that want to hurt each other. Yeah, that was uh, a the best you can really say about it. I think. And uh, I hate to I hate to use the word, but it was a banger. Yeah, there's really nothing else you can say about it. Nothing was bad. Yeah. I think there was some sort of follow-up. The right, right team won. That's yeah, all. definitely. Well, not really. Not necessarily. They had the... Uh, there was a number one contenders match for the Intercontinental Championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sheamus was in, and Mysterio won it. You know, because he's there yeah. now. Yeah. Oh. We'll, we'll probably get to I'm sure we'll get to that. Uh, next up, we had uh, one of the Miz segments with... Uh, the the mascot. I oh, um, I think he's a Philly fanatic or something. Yeah, it's like, he has named like Dreezy or something. Oh, it doesn't matter what his name is. Right. So the next match was uh, Ronda and Liv for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Um, Ronda made Liv pass out with the triangle choke. We already discussed what Ronda's idea was. So this was kind of like. I guess a little bit of a uh, compromise. If you notice, like the edge of the table, like like she her head was like wedged under the edge of the table, and Ronda was like pulling on the edge of the table. Yeah. Behind her. Um, I kind of feel like that last image where it looked like Liv was corpsing. Uh, that last image, where, like they they kind of like got in f- close on her face to sort of like, okay, let's try to cut as much of the table out as possible here. Maybe, oh. or maybe I'm overthinking it. I don't know. At the expense of her face being memed, yeah, um, to the ends of the earth, uh, as yeah. is custom. Yes, of course. Uh, uh, and with her uh, eyelashes falling off. Yeah, that's perfect. Uh, anyway, uh, what I would suggest is to be the follow up to this is what I took away from it. I think she figured out that she enjoys this kind of wrestling Mm -hmm. i think that might be the story that she's hardcore now it could with what happened because she came off a ladder onto sonia on smackdown i think right she attacked her she did but then what did the the obsessive in that wrestling community find in the background of that scene yeah, I was getting to that. Two things can be true at the same time. That is true. So, so 
uh, the Br- the Wyatt Six or Bray Wyatt logo, whichever it is, the the one that it looks like a, a moth, whatever. It reminds uh, me of a Silence of the Lambs um, moth thing. Yeah, that's, that probably is what inspired it. Uh, so that was seen in the background right next to what some people say is the Abby the Witch doll. To me, it looks like just something covered and it's in shadow. And I'm like, all right, so it, like it's a shadow of like the shape that could be a doll, but... I don't see the doll itself. I didn't see the doll itself. I wonder if this is a Michael Myers situation. In the movies, in the Halloween series, mm-hmm. he's not in the script. He's not referred to as Michael Myers. He's referred to as the shape. And that, and the theory is that it's an evil that it takes different forms. Like it inhabits forms you know what i mean Mm. so like it could either be a part of what i i'm not sure maybe if there is a marvel guy involved in writing this with bray or something allegedly Um, so it could be that the the aspect which is abby the witch could be looking for a host Mm -hmm. and if a host is open to dark a darkness. Let's call that darkness inflicting pain on others and receiving it themselves. Mm-hmm. And it's something that they're into that could make possession more symbiotic, where it's not fought off and it's easy for her to succumb to it. Makes sense. I don't know. I watch a lot of movies, so I, I would like that, but I guess we'll see. Mm-hmm. Either way, it's the, we'll talk about Bray in a minute, but it's all very compelling. Moving on from Ronda and Liv, um, we had Karrion Cross versus Drew McIntyre in the strap match. The match kind of started out the way I was expecting, some fuckery from Karrion Cross. Yeah, the pepper spray. Yep, pepper but spray. But the the open. Before they even bell, the bell rings, it's a sound strategy. It's what a heel would do. Mm-hmm. And obviously, it's not done between these two. Right. So that's going to be, as opposed to the end of the chapter, it's the next one. They're going to yeah. keep on trucking with this. I kind of feel fine. like car accidents are overdone at the moment as a storyline uh, device. Honestly, I think the unsafe parking lots of NXT are starting to affect the parking lots of the main roster, and I'm not cool with that. This is bad. Uh, I think uh, we got to do something about security, maybe put some of those, like, you know, things that slow people down, you know, more bumps. Speed bumps? Yep. Uh, Preferably not people-shaped, so, you know, Mm. people don't get hurt. Right. That's probably asking a lot. Maybe it's too expensive, and that's why they never do that. But I don't know. Something to think about, Hunter. It is. I wasn't a fan of opening, oh, they they were in a car accident. And I even said to you, like, it was a little out there for face Drew McIntyre to attack a guy that was just in a car accident and, like, almost slam his head in the car door. But your but your defense was good. 
don't you uh, tell the book reverse? Well, I figured, well, for starters, like, he could have been blinded. Mm-hmm. You know, Drew could have lost everything, his eyesight, his entire career. You can't wrestle as a blind guy unless you're Daredevil, you know. So, it's, if some taking someone's ability, taking away someone's ability to earn money is akin to killing him. Mm-hmm. And I feel that Drew was in his mind in this wrestling universe that is not real at all is justified in what he did. So, so can we draw a parallel to uh, Grayson Waller repeatedly poking Apollo Crews in the eyes here? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's probably why that incident happened to him, where he dragged him under the ring and stuff. It's only right. going to escalate. And tried to uh, take the kingdom away from him. Apollo Cruz is, he's Nigerian royalty. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that's the least of Grayson Waller's troubles if he keeps this going. Because when the old ways get involved, Grayson Waller is going to be in a lot of trouble. Mm-hmm. And nothing's going to protect him. Damn. Gonna be biblical revenge on uh Grayson Waller. Yeah. Biblical, tribal, either way, it's gonna be some primitive infliction of pain that his civilized mind is in no way ready to comprehend, for it would shatter his brain and send him into madness. Yeah. Next up on Extreme Rules, we had the ladder match for the Raw Women's Championship. Very good. I really liked it. The the KOD at the very end where Bailey was holding the ladder and she flipped and Bianca flipped the whole thing over. And you notice how Bianca had to like reposition so that the ladder that Bailey was holding wouldn't catch anything on the way down. Yeah. Fucking dangerous. Well, here's the thing. I'm of two minds here. Of one, it was interesting to look at and for Bianca Belair to display her strength. Right. On the other hand, it's stupid because it's a dumb thing to do. Right. And so easy to mess up. Yes, but why would you help her destroy your face? Mm-hmm. That's a possibility. Yeah, like chuck the ladder. Honestly. Drop, drop the ladder. Something. Honestly, I'm always against putting people in this kind of position. Mm-hmm. Because yes, the spectacle of like, wow, that looked cool, and then you're left with, yeah, but you know, she looks kind of like a fool. Yeah, it makes her look foolish. It makes damage control look weak. Mm-hmm. Three of them. Yeah, three of them, mm-hmm. and it, they still couldn't get the job done. I honestly, if I had to pick a low point of the pay per view for me, and it's only because of that. That's the you. only thing that I didn't like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because because it doesn't make sense. Three nope. on one, the one really shouldn't be winning. Yeah, I think they should have done an angle where, you know, damage control was routed. Uh, maybe they got locked in a room or something because there's a number of women that are siding with Bianca Belair on this. Yeah, Shotzi so, was doing that for a while. Well, she was on 
SmackDown. Yeah, now, it but, doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, it's a show for everyone. Mm-hmm. So, like, it stands to reason she's made enemies on SmackDown and Raw. They're mm-hmm. all there. Yep. That was your opportunity. But instead, you make Bailey look like a fool and damage control. I am having trouble taking them as a serious threat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all. You know, I don't, other than that. Yeah, and, and and that's bad because they're the tag champs. Yep. It's it, it's weird because WWE has this thing with their tag champions. Mm-hmm. Like how the bloodline up until they got Sammy. Who was the one bumping for Roman? Who says? That's right. The undisputed tag team champions. Mm-hmm. And they're getting beat up by Drew McIntyre and whoever Roman's feuding with. It's these are your tag team champions, which is why I think they added Sammy, other than him being super entertaining, as without harming the reputation of the tag team champions. Mm-hmm. And so so in a way, the the three man formula where you have one singles and one tag. Um wasn't really working when you have like a dot like when the one say uh when the solo is so dominant as mm-hmm. is our tribal chief the head of every table roman reigns um so you have to have a fourth to be bump guy right that's why there's the four horsemen mm-hmm. you know hmm. it's interesting because like they've been like they've been throwing trio after trio after trio it's been like a formula. It has. Because for the most part, it kind of works. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you have to use a different number. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's very samey. But you don't want it to get too big. Right. Because then you have the NWO, right? Yeah. <laughs> we don't yep. want that with things like the bloodline, mm-hmm. especially. Right. Unless they're all Samoan. Like right now? <laughs> Roman, Usos, Solo, Sammy. Yes, yeah, Samoans. Right. Like, right. that's it. Mm-hmm. Do not expand anymore. You're good. You got Sammy to bump. You got Heyman to be the mouthpiece and be threatened and be the distraction. Yeah, uh, don't let your reach out your grasp or something. Whatever. Yes. That's all I'm saying. I, I think I know the <laughs> phrase that you're thinking. Good. And that's the one. All right. Excellent. <laughs> I'm glad to see we have consensus on this. Yes. Um, I feel like they should just come up with a, a different, like maybe the, the spot where Bailey's holding the ladder, maybe that gets thwarted like one last time by EO and Dakota. Yeah. And then finally, ultimately, whatever, they get taken out and Bailey gets, Bailey eats a regular KOD and then Bianca climbs and gets the belt honestly if they wanted bianca to look like a superstar they could have done other feats of strength that didn't have to be involved in the finish yeah um or well, maybe at least, at least not one that made bailey look stupid for holding the ladder the thing is she's not just the strongest she's also the fastest mm-hmm. so the roughest the toughest the best i know i wasn't going through everything but the, my right. point i was going to do was because like why couldn't they do a thing where she could jump, you know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And get like right to the case, like something yeah. crazy like that. 
I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure she could. But, you know, probably oh, safety, etc. She was a track and field star. She probably could have, like, it could have been, like, a speed race up up the ladder and, and Bianca could have won. Yeah, it could have been that. It could have been a number of things. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm thinking, like, Naomi-ish type stuff. And mm-hmm. she could at least, she could easily do that. Yeah. Uh, maybe they're saving it for another time. I don't know. But really, I still stand firm that damage control should not have been at ringside. They should have been routed. I agree. I agree. Next up, we had the I quit match. And no, I didn't get what I what I thought I was going to get. I didn't get the recording of Edge saying I quit. Instead, you got the next best thing. And also, maybe next year, Rich. Maybe, maybe next year. Maybe next year. But what we did get was Judgment Day copying copying their tribal chief which i mean maybe imitation is the is most sincere form yeah, of flattery form of flattery a lot of uh a lot of gold catchphrases and idioms and old sayings on this part this episode yeah i know we'll just call this the old sayings episode there, we go. there you go so yeah, they they did the whole. All right, I'm done hurting you. Now I'm gonna hurt him until you quit. I think it's a little bit better because it's a woman. Mm-hmm. You know, there's this instinctual feeling as a, as a man to want to protect someone. You, you know, and everyone, you know, a lot anyone's been in love or had someone they care about to see them in that kind of position. Of course, you're gonna say whatever you need to to protect them. Mm-hmm. So it protects Edge. It makes Rhea Ripley look like a monster because she did it anyway, which is what I was hoping for. So Although, that worked out. <laughs> doesn't it also make Edge look stupid because, like, oh, okay, so you're not going to hit her, right? What? What? Yeah. No. But no, you're not going to. No. But oh. Yeah. No. Well, here's the thing. Number one, Edge has been, like, one of the worst heels ever, so he mm. should have it. But. If there's even a 1% possibility, you wouldn't just try? Yeah, I would. Okay. I know I would. So that's all it really takes. So I think that's why it 100% protects Edge. Even though what happened still happened, he still did everything he could Mm -hmm. to prevent it. And you know what? We finally have the foil for Judgment Day, though. Mm. Couple of a uh, couple of good brothers. Couple of good brothers. Welcome home. Uh, it's the least biggest surprise, I gotta say. Yeah. Uh, I felt I felt this was leading to this, mm-hmm. and Hunter has been open to you know, bringing people in. Yeah, and so Carl Anderson. Is the current never open weight champion, but he doesn't have a contract with New Japan. He does have a match scheduled for, I think, like uh, sometime within the next couple of weeks. I want to say within the next four to six weeks, where he's expected to drop the belt. Honestly, I think they should use this as an opportunity to collab. Well, they like, I don't want to say they kind of did, but more so than usual because uh, New Japan promoted it and WWE. I think they even acknowledge that he's the never open weight champion. I think they, sh- I, I, 
really do believe in leaning into things like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I and think it's only positive. More more cooperation is better. Mm-hmm. It's it's showing everyone that WWE is open to doing business. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, AEW is in a lot of trouble. Yeah. And I don't want them to be in a lot of trouble. I mean, this is just a dream in my head. I still think we're far from WWE uh, doing those sort of things that they're doing, but probably just do it better. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, you know, it's the name itself is prominent. It's a part of life. Mm-hmm. So I'm down with that. If they, if he successfully defends it and he's just on TV with it and just elevating it and he's just getting wins, mm-hmm. that would be incredible. Hell, you know what? They even let Mickey James on TV with, on pay-per-view with the impact women's championship. They, Oh, she had the belt with her. Yeah. Oh, cool. Sure. She literally tossed it onto the ground at, at the ramp when she went into the ring for the for the rumble match but that's right that's it why was on tv i blotted it out of my mind and she was announced as the impact women's champion so yeah it's almost like screw this belt you know <laughs> i feel that's like what it looked like yeah but you know like a lot of champs do that yeah it's like all right i gotta get rid of this she's so excited the ring. yeah so it's fair like i feel like in those kinds of situations it's not a thing but like when you're when you're in the ring, you hold the belt up, you get ready for the match, and then you throw it on the floor as opposed to handing it to the ref. Like, that's different. You know? Yep. Anyway. Um, but considering that was under Vince's regime, I got you got to assume that this is Nick Khan's idea. Or at least his... Um, if, like, if it's not his idea, then he's the one I- implementing this. Or saying, hey, maybe we should do something like this, work with them, see what we can do. I I think it's good to do. I agree. More collaboration. And, yeah. And you mentioned AEW before. I think part of why, quote unquote, the AEW forbidden door whole concept was such a flop was because it was touted as being huge and tremendous and groundbreaking and it was a trickle. Yes, because they overestimate. Uh, I don't want to speak for everyone. Like I would, I always say that I'm more, I'm not as hardcore. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not watching four hour. It's just that it's not as big to the majority audience as they think it is. Right. They're speaking to their audience, mm-hmm. and it's not as big as they think it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and if that's you, like I said, I'm not against AEW. I'm just trying to be, like, real. And it's just how it affects me, I guess, is to be fair. Maybe, I'm sorry, I'm ignorant in this, like, stuff. But I'm just saying from, like, an average Joe, it just doesn't do anything. Yeah. And not everybody's Okada that they bring mm-hmm. in. You know what I'm trying to say? It's like, mm-hmm. that's all. I, I, I don't want to be rude or anything. Yeah, there's only I'm, one Okada. I, I, I'm there's being only, nice today. There's only one Okada. There's only one Osprey. There's only one Minoru Suzuki. You know? Yeah, that. 
they're destroying this guy because now they're going to have him do the job for Orange Cassidy. And that, to me, is not... Well, maybe... Minoru Suzuki's bigger than Orange Cassidy. Maybe it won't be clean. But Orange Cassidy's a face. Unless, like, bad guys get involved, I guess, right? Or, or like, you know, maybe, like, Pat comes in and just cracks one of them with a hammer and to DQ. And then they redo it as a triple threat, and you protect protect Minoru Suzuki. Dream scenario... Minoru Suzuki one-shots Orange Cassidy and defends that championship in New Japan. There you go. Or wherever he wants. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is all Atlantic. I'm, I just see you it know, in my mind. Specific, but, you know, we're yeah, that's we're, right. We're, we're splitting hairs as wide as the freaking Panama Canal here. Right. Well, what I wanted to say before we moved on was... Ideally, I would prefer it if when he does those little dumb kicks he does that I think are hilarious, mm-hmm. that Minoru Suzuki knocks the soul from his body and then just pins him with his foot on his chest. But should he sell those kicks first? No. <laughs> he should be incensed and enraged and knock the spirit from Orange Cassidy's body. I think that would And be then place though. his feet on his chest. Mm-hmm. And count the three. Then take his stupid sunglasses out of his little pocket, put them on, and walk out of there with his belt. Nice. And then maybe Orange Cassidy will start taking this shit seriously, and then go from there. Mm. Down with it. I but knew you would be. The the basically just just to summarize the point I was uh, ultimately building towards is I feel like AEW as much as they town a Forbidden Door and like the pay-per-view and the concept in general, I think they over-promised and under-delivered. That's it. I think, I think that's a good answer. If WWE is is doing their own version of that now, the way they're doing it, a little bit here and a little bit there, but not really saying, hey guys, we have this huge deal with New Japan. You know? They're not I, talking about it. It's just happening. Is better. Yeah, I definitely like your TLDR on that. Thank you. I, I do. I think it's the best way to say it. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we were talking about uh, this was uh, Edge versus Finn Balor, the I Quit match. We had the finish, the concerto, yada, yada. Uh, we then had Miz backstage again with Dexter and the mascot. Cool. And then the main event, the fight pit. Now, to me, the, I, I don't remember. If they did this in the second fight pit match, which was the first one was Thatcher and yeah. Riddle, right? Yeah. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa and Riddle did one, didn't they? Oh no, Tommaso Ciampa and Thatcher did one. Ciampa and Thatcher. Okay. Wait, I don't remember Thatcher they... and Ciampa's was the first one. No, not Ciampa. Oh, okay. My bad. It was definitely Riddle and Thatcher. Okay. Um, I know in that first one. The match started with both com- competitors on the platform, but the match didn't officially start until they were down in the ring. I think I, th- I like it better the way it is on Saturday. I'm going to ask you why. Uh, mainly because why are they fighting up there? Right? 
because if you once you fall off there, you're not doing a lot of the fighting in the pit itself, realistically. Like unless you both willingly got down there anyway, you know what I mean? Like, is this like a reverse cage match? You have to climb into the cage before it even starts. Well, maybe, maybe the it feels fight... like an inverted hell in the cell. So maybe the maybe the match. I, I, so I the problem with I'm gonna ask a question, but before I get to the problem with starting not starting the match officially, or the problem with starting the match officially. But with both competitors on top is if the match is officially underway with both competitors on the platform, the referee also has to be up there. Maybe DC didn't want to be up there. And then he has to climb down. Yeah. Or or if you insist on doing it like that where the match starts. Two referees. Right. That's that's the only other answer. And you could have the one referee is not as good as DC. Mm hmm. And it's tough. I, so, like, Riddle and Seth might think they, like, Seth obviously has a heel, can just whatever. Yeah. Also, I, I'd like to think now it's it's clear DC is not in fighting shape at the moment, right? Uh, but it's also, it's also understood DC would fuck up anyone on the street. Uh, as long as right their now. name isn't John Jones. Right, <laughs> which is only one of those. Well, there's probably multiple of those, but you know, I but you I, know what I'm saying exactly. So, I'm sure DC could have climbed, unless maybe he has a thing about heights. That's what I'm saying, dude. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what my point was. So, for me, with them not starting the match up there, what is the point of the platform? To f- jump off of it. Yeah. Which is the finish. Yeah, but at that point, the platform is just a prop. Like, it's not, it's it's just there for the one thing. It's not part of the match. Yeah, you know, the th- I guess the reason I'm not really affected by it is I, that doesn't, I don't care about that part. Like, that's mm-hmm. my, that's the least interesting part to me, because it feels like bullshit. So, when two guys are fighting in a cage... I like that better, I guess, is where I'm at on that. Like, I'm down with that. I'm. But... No, I know. I'm not trying to, you know, I'm just saying, for me, yeah. it just, it's kind of bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. My thing is, why? Like, what? what is the point of this? Like, in, every, so every time there's been a new structure or they change a structure, we see why, you know? Mm-hmm. They went from like one kind of pod in the elimination chamber to a different designed pod in the elimination chamber to a taller elimination chamber. And they did like the taller cells and everything, hell in a cell, this, that, and the other. Everything that could have been utilized was utilized. I think it might have just been they wanted to get the closest approximation to the octagon or cage fighting as they could to bring for Riddle to bring Seth Rollins into his world. The world he knows, the world of MMA. Mm-hmm. And that to me made this a better match than the Brock Lesnar um Kane Velasquez? Kane Velasquez fight. Mm-hmm. They tried to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like what Seth and Riddle did was way better than that. Yeah, but remember, they were also protecting Cain Velasquez because he was nursing an injury at the time. 
Yeah, I don't. I, we didn't know until like two weeks later or something. If I remember. Yeah, right. My 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 opinion doesn't change. Okay. It doesn't change. Right. I mean, like, either he way, was there... no, he was in, he was in no shape to be out there like that. He mm-hmm. should have at least gone to a little bit of shape. It, it, like we know he's terrifying, but when it comes to superstars in that world, I think there's like a certain like you need to present yourself a certain way. And if you look at it from a fighter's perspective, he was in no shape to fight Brock Lesnar. Two words. Roy Nelson. I hear you, <laughs> but Cain Velasquez isn't Roy Nelson. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Like, if any WWE fan doesn't didn't know who Cain Velasquez was and they didn't bother or have time or whatever to do the research, they wouldn't – they would have just been like, oh, who's this flabby dude? Well, thankfully, the WWE did a good job of letting us know exactly that. Mm-hmm. So we don't have to worry about that. True. Anyway, I thought it was a good fat, uh, a good match. Paul Heyman uh, brilliantly mm-hmm. did it, like letting everybody know. This was when Paul Heyman was still talking for him. Sorry. Yeah. Heyman's great. Hey, like he explained it. They should, that what he did I, to him. I think every time Heyman talks, they should just give him a raise. That's a little excessive. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Anyway, um, like I am not sure how Seth Seth's ribs weren't broken after that. Um. I thought they were, Fenton which is, was really good. Well, they're, they're telling us they were, but then he performed. Yeah, but at least he was, like, bandaged, I think. Yeah. Like, you can't, like, like only time heals ribs. Superstar, so, right? He's a superstar. Superstar. Isn't that superstar. what you say? Superstar. Superstar. Um, Riddle and Seth. So, Seth. Has moved on. He's the United States champion. You know, listen. He's the new dipset champion. Yeah, after (laughs) Brock decided to just come out and F5 Bobby Lashley. Gotta set up Crown Jewel. Right, but what's what's this coming from? It's coming from uh, Bobby Lashley, uh, you know, wants to wrestle Brock Lesnar in Saudi Arabia for some rich royalty. It's called Shut Up. We want to see Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley fight again. Why are you complaining? I'm down with that. I want to know <laughs> why Brock Lesnar came out and F5'd him. Did Lashley say, hey, Brock, I want to fight you a crown jewel? Come. Hey, hey, Rich, you know what? Maybe he'll tell us on Monday Night Raw. Hey, maybe we'll find out. All right. You ever heard of shock and awe? That's what we got. You never yeah. left, you know, without a, a a nice reason for Brock Lesnar. I think he'll tell us. I think I think that's why I, I that did concern me because um, after that, I'm like, wait, what? Mm. I'm sure we'll find out later, and I move on because it's Brock Lesnar, yeah. and that Monday Night Raw was insane. Brock Lesnar was. was also there, and yeah. no one had any idea. Mm-hmm. So, um, I read. I read an article today. They said that they they didn't hide him the way they normally hide uh, debuting or returning superstars. Ah, so they made him wear a trench coat and a paper bag. Maybe. Hmm. Um, what I wanted to say about that is, speaking of Crown Jewel, so is it Mania or Crown Jewel? Because I think it's going to be Crown Jewel... 
they're setting up Strowman and Omos. At least part one. Mm-hmm. I think that's a safe bet. I yeah. think they're really stacking the deck. Yeah, they, they want to show off their monsters in Saudi Arabia. That makes sense. I felt like it was building to this, what with them both just beating up ham and eggers, or as Michael Cole colorfully refers to them as jabronis now mm-hmm. on uh, Monday and Friday nights, respectively. So that's pretty cool. I don't even think I noticed that. Yeah. Or I probably just don't remember. Yeah, he called them two jabronis. I'm like, wow, damn cool. Local talent. That's not what he said. I know. <sighs> Man. So I know that, uh, you know, the Hamstein Ballroom, uh, the Manhattan Center, they're actually connected to the New Yorker Hotel, via yes. Underground Tunnel. I wonder if there's a similar tunnel that goes to Madison Square Garden, which is just diagonally across the street. Maybe it may wait till the last minute mm-hmm. to get them out there. Yeah. Uh. Like, Hold on, I got this last bit of steak left. Yeah. So, Rich, I think it's time for us to discuss the uh, the main event. I'm going to bring us in, mm-hmm. and then I think we should speculate. Okay? All right, go for it. Okay, so the lights go out, right? And uh, randomly, throughout the arena, right, we get different characters. Mm-hmm. We get Huskis the pig boy. I'm not doing it in the order. I'm just doing it in how I remember. Mm-hmm. And you, then you have uh, the uh, the rabbit. Mm-hmm. There's the buzzard. Mm-hmm. And Abby the witch, right? Yeah. And there was, I believe it was the burnt fiend mask. Yes. On the announce desk. Mm-hmm. And there was a fiend in the audience. Mm-hmm. And then we got what is being referred to. Well, actually, I want to say the door. There was the door, the Mm -hmm. glowing door, which people are drawing parallels to the same door uh, Brody Lee stepped through in his stuff. Yep. That it might have been an homage. Yes. And that the mask Abby the Witch was wearing is that uh, is the uh, Bludgeon Brother mask worn by Brody Lee when he was Luke Harper. Verified. So I thought that was great. Um, And the 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 the, uh, persona, which. We did see his face. He did remove the mask, and we saw his face under it. Mm-hmm. It's being referred to as Captain Howdy, which is what the devil refers to himself in the Exorcist movies. Interesting. So, he's here. Um, nothing really happened there. And, and he spoke on Friday. Yes. Um... So we all saw it, right? Mm-hmm. What? How did you feel? Uh, I guess I should get your 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 um, you know. By the way, that was brilliant of them. Every time they would think talk about it, when the show opened, they said up next. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting there waiting, thinking, okay, maybe they'll open the show with it. No, maybe they'll open the second hour. No, they kept me there the whole time. Did they keep saying up next? I, when it would go to, like, every now and then, it'll or, show. Or coming soon, or. No, it would say up next. I will send you a screenshot if you don't believe me. I watched the show. I wasn't using anything. I think that's a first. Yeah, that 
So I was like, wait a minute. You know, it, 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 the one I can 100% confirm, it was at the beginning of the show. Is right, you know, when they're saying what's on a docket, mm-hmm. it said up next. It was written there. They didn't say it. It was written there. Okay. So that's like, I was waiting around. Mm. So what are your impressions on that? So first impressions of every what he said on SmackDown. I feel like everything he said was absolutely speaking from the heart of Wyndham Rotunda. And then he gave the, the cue for the lights to hit, obviously. And I think – and the, there's speculation as to how this is going to play out. There, there are two leading theories. I think I'm leaning – towards the second one the first leading theory is that quote unquote the wyatt six is going to be a faction okay uh so we saw huskus people are saying that that'll be joe gacy uh mercy the buzzard we saw wearing like a hawaiian kind of shirt uh people saying that'll be baron corbin um Plus the rabbit. Um, oh, I don't remember who they said uh, is supposed to be the rabbit. Should have uh, kept that tab open. Um, Abigail, they said, is uh, going to be played by Alexa Bliss. And there might be a fiend and the the regular or more regular or whatever, the leader Bray Wyatt performer, the uh, persona. The Fiend persona might be played by the returning Bo Dallas. Mm. I, I, all right, I'm following, I'm following. Okay. The second theory is that each will just be Bray Wyatt. Just whichever character, whichever persona fits whatever storyline he happens to be in at the moment. And he'll just bounce because they are all him. It's all just different aspects of his personality. Maybe a little multiple, actual multiple personality disorder kind of thing. So, like, you never know what which Bray Wyatt you're going to get. If that's what they do, like, if that is what they do, I think that is, it's going to be fascinating. It's already I'm going to say that also I'm going to say this and for the people that are always comparing WWE and AEW, right? Tell me anything in <clears throat> AEW uh, that's actually part of their presentation, not their fucking backstage antics that is half as compelling as anything Bray Wyatt has done recently or Anything involving the bloodline and or Sami Zayn. Mm. Give me anything that they have done ever. That is half as compelling as either of those things. And I will sit and listen. And you're wrong. Because there's there's nothing as good as what as these two storylines. But as far as the Bray Wyatt thing, those are the two leading theories. I'm leaning towards B because I think it'll be awesome um yeah i i think it's all of that i think my theory is not exactly special but it could 
just be both things are true. They're all Bray Wyatt. I think he's feuding with his demons. Mm. I think the reason that Captain Howdy appeared on there is because he's that demon is the one he's battling currently. So I I that I that's what I think. I think they're all him mm-hmm. and like the I think that that was a video of him. Mm-hmm. But he'll be wrestling him and it'll probably be like Bo or something. I like that. And you know what? I I did read that there is allegedly down the road a planned Bray Wyatt versus Bray Wyatt Firefly Funhouse match. Yeah, I, I I'd be down for that. I think that's how you blow that off and mm-hmm. maybe that leads into something that might be even more terrifying is unified, you know, and all together. Mm-hmm. And I would really like it. One of my concerns were the fact that the bloodline and Bray Wyatt are on SmackDown. They still don't have to be involved at all. Right. I think it's a detriment to, I think they learned their lesson and they're not going to put Bray Wyatt anywhere near the championships. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the smart move. He doesn't need it. I think that this might be the next evolution of what they were trying with the cinematic matches during COVID. Mm-hmm. I think we're seeing something new being made here and it's confusing the old guard. That's why like the coordinates of the world, they hate it. They don't understand it. I think this is something new that they might not have planned for mm-hmm. that. They're not ready for. And I think it's an exciting time for anyone who just likes wrestling. You know what? I feel like anyone that has a negative opinion over what is happening with, the, with this Bray Wyatt thing, I think you should hold on to it and wait. Like, let it play out before you say it's terrible. In their defense, Mm -hmm. it's been a certain way for so many years. Mm -hmm. If you think about it, due to the way media is and how we have things, it's a bit of an acceleration. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So the business moves a lot faster than it did in their day. Yeah. I didn't see what I didn't see what Cornette or the other. I didn't exactly. I just know that his impression, his impression wasn't good. Like he's never really been into that stuff. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like that stuff and he doesn't like what he calls the outlaw mud show stuff. So well, whatever. This is an outlaw mud show. This is, I, I yeah, didn't say I know that. Yeah, I, I, know. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm just saying like, you know, in case, in case uh, people are all WWE don't realize he also does not like some of the stuff that they do. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know how someone could watch and not and just not find it interesting. I th- think people are different, Rich. I mean, that's all there is. Some people, they're just not super into it. There are things like, that I've found that I've said are interesting that I said it's not for me, but it's interesting. Yeah. No, I hear you. Like, I like what this is. Mm-hmm. I hated the tail end. Of what was happening with that, with, with, with the Fiend stuff. Yeah. I hated it. They and the shark with the Inferno match. The whole Alexa thing. I hated that too. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And I know you enjoyed it. And we did, we, we had dueling opinions on this and mine hasn't changed. 
Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm looking at this as a fresh lens, a new regime, uh, 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 more creative being allowed. So open mind. Mm-hmm. So I'm willing to let everything else go. Um. So if do you have anything else you wanted to talk about on the Bray Wyatt, or you wanted to move on? So I just want to I want to read what the notes I took as far as like what he what the would you say Captain Howdy? Yeah. Okay. I, I, I didn't. That's that, that new mask. Yeah. So what, what the Captain Howdy said to Bray Wyatt, uh, he says, uh, he tells him to follow him. His life is done. Forget the future and the past. Life is over. Breathe your last. You have no idea what you're dealing with, do you? But you will. Yeah. So I, I, I think that's a strong indicator that there's going to be a showdown between quote, quote unquote Bray and quote unquote Captain Howdy. Yeah, I think that's where it's leading. Um, hopefully, uh, they just give them the room they need. That's all. Yeah. I'm 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 along for the ride. This is Ooh. good. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Good shit. Yeah. All right. Should we should we hit other highlights from shows? Uh, sure, pal. All right. Let's uh go to Raw. Um, quick hit. Everything Bloodline. Everything Sammy. Yeet. All of it is good. Yeet. <laughs> Yeet. All right. Uh, I thought, uh, Johnny vs. Austin Theory was a great match. Yeet. Yeah. Um. So, the Judgment Day segment. Everything Dominic says <laughs> is a red highlight. You be Vicky it, Guerrero. Yeah. Worse. <laughs> and what? He, I yeah. think it's worse because you want to hit him. Like you don't want to hit Vicky Guerrero because she's a woman, but you want to hit Dominic, and I think that's good. Maybe. So I I realized it today as I was doing my highlights and uh, remembering everything that went down and how it went down. It's that for some reason, not maybe not so much Finn, but like. The rest of Judgment Day, together, the way they interact, and in particular Dominic, obviously because he's the least experienced of them, they feel like they're actors in a play. It's like they're they're you can see when one of them is just waiting for the for them to deliver the next line, and the way Dom said watching Rhea in action did it for him. Now, I know what he was supposed to mean by that. I didn't read that from him. I certainly didn't hear that from him. Hmm. Did you? No. Like, like when, when someone says that about a person, and the person they're talking about is right there, you know, you, you, you lean into it. You're like, yo, that, that really did it for me. It's like, not... Watching Rhea in action did it for me. <laughs> that was a good impersonation. Wait for a reaction. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Bad. It, it's bad play acting. And, like, you know, play actors are great actors for plays. This is not a play. People yeah. at a play aren't going to say, what, when you leave a space in between your lines. Could you imagine if Dominic Mysterio was as cool as you? 
you would just be like, so, uh, Rhea, listen, um, I'm a bit method. Um, in my uh, <laughs> professionalism, I learned it from my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, Rey Mysterio might have been Eddie Guerrero, but you like both of them. Listen, <laughs> I, you know, we don't have to tell anybody. It's between me and you. Legacy. Yeah. You want to come to the casa? Maybe meet some, you know, some people. I introduce you, but I'm method. You know, like that. That's what you would do, right? <laughs> Something like that. Exactly. But he isn't that. No. So, uh, look, I, I, I wanted to, I, I think it being in a, I've never been in a situation like that my whole life. I've never been on a stage that big. Mm-hmm. So I always try to give people the benefit of the doubt, but at the same time, you've been up there a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you, you had a few chances. Your dad's one of the best to ever do it. He knows how to like, appeal to your emotions in different ways. I think it's there. I think he's yet to tap into it. Ray is certainly not the best talker either. No, he's not, but <laughs> we have sympathy because he we he, we grew up with him. Yeah. That's although by although by now his knees are younger than us. Look, I'm I'm not gonna disrespect the goat, okay? I'm not. <laughs> I know, I hear you. I hear uh-huh. you. We're we're all not as young as we used to be. So right. <laughs> If we could, we would also have newer knees. Mm-hmm. So I'd have to get my wife newer ones first because she's had the knee problems longer than me. Yep. So, um, any other highlights there, buddy? Uh, let's see more bloodline stuff. Uh, Candace and Bailey, I thought it was very good. Candace won, which is good for her. Bad for Bailey. It is bad for Bailey, but I feel like the win over over Bailey in particular. I think we'll like for the crowd that hasn't really been reacting to her. Oh, like, you oh, talking okay. about me? No, not you. <laughs> okay. The silent crowd. All righty. Yeah, sure. yeah. It's it always does hurt me when she comes out. It's like crickets almost. Yeah. You know. Like, do your homework, people. Uh so that was good. Uh the uh the Ms. Birthday <laughs> celebration. Yup. Did you notice that there was a malfunction? Oh, there were a few malfunctions, but uh, well, Maurice a had a I malfunction. Been, I missed it. Uh huh. I I did. I missed it too. But I I saw a clickbait thing on on the Twitter thing. I just kept going because I don't care. It's mm. it's it's the usual thing. It, it, obviously, it's what's going on up top. That was a bit of a situation she had going on. So of course, it was I mean, something slipped there allegedly. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a yeah. lot to cover. Yeah, it's a lot to cover. Mm-hmm. Um, God bless. Mm. Uh, that's all I got to say about that. Uh, and he Cheers. did indeed Cheers eat to the Ms. cake. Yes. Yeah. So, but just th- when he kicked her into the cake, it was terrible. It was. Oh terrible. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the, those like, segments are rarely good, though, right? Yeah, but like, impot- like she missed the cake entirely the first time. And, like, after the camera cut away, I guess she threw herself into the cake. Yeah, if you're going to get goofy, you got to go all in. Or maybe, you know, pick, pick better attire if you're worried about. Like, you knew what the bit was. Right. Like, like you, could dre- you could dress nice and fancy for your husband's birthday celebration. And also, 
wear something that you know one of the mamas aren't going to flop out. Yeah. TV safe. Yeah. But I'm not going to complain. Just one just one thing. Like, I don't want Dexter to be seen as a goofy character. Yeah, that seems to be where it's leading. I'm worried about that. Yeah, maybe they'll hold off. Maybe they'll like, this will move. Like, oh, that's just Dexter. He, you know, he'll he'll kidnap you, but he's goofy. Yeah, you know, just you know, when you get kidnapped, maybe they're goofy. Yeah, you don't know. Look, can have you. You watch cartoons for a couple of days. Only eat popcorn, so you might get a bellyache. But then, then you'll you'll be back on TV next week. He's got like this it. weird thing where he treats you like a child. I don't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let's just move away from this. Let's Quite. get. Let's get him Quite his job goofy. and just you know, which is what's going to happen, I guess. Because mm-hmm. uh, Road Dog can make matches. Apparently. So I had the entire Lashley segment and the Seth Lashley match. I was uh, good stuff. I didn't yeah. like it all. I I was just you know I was still wondering why. No, I I I knew you would. Uh, I, I I I'm a little conflicted because he got he lost to Riddle and now he's a United. You know he didn't lose anything from losing to Riddle. Yeah. Like you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, specifically because because of the beatdown beforehand and. Because Riddle, um, Seth rather, Seth Rollins challenged uh, Lashley's manhood and brought up saying something like, that's not what a Marine would do. Yeah, Seth did trick him. Yeah. He used, he appealed to his ego, his sense of honor, Mm -hmm. uh, more like. I take that back. That makes him more of a sympathetic babyface, which is something he really didn't have before. Yeah, I think. I like this. I, I think this is good for Bobby Lashley. Mm-hmm. I think this is good because now Seth Rollins is the main champion on Monday Night Raw. Mm-hmm. And I guess the Riddle thing, they're wrestling next week, I think is a title match, right? Or at least they're wrestling. I think Riddle's wrestling Seth on Monday. I'm not sure. Could be. Unless it was announced on Raw or SmackDown, I missed it. Yeah. I mean, he should be the number one contender. Yeah. He's beat Seth. So. Elias. He's coming back, Rich. The return of the Walker. Is he going to go after Kevin Owens for taking out Ezekiel? Probably. That would be the right move. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. I like. Because the the, the Zeke thing wasn't working. Yeah. Uh, Main event, I loved the way um, Riddle won. Everything. Because, you know, Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. All, all good. More bloodline and, problems. Yup. NXT. I only have the one red highlight, and you know it. Oh boy, is it Booker T? Nope. Oh, okay. All right. You, it's you the Roddy have... segment. Roddy segment. That was easy. I really think they should have went comedic with that. I really do. Mainly because I would have loved it if someone stabbed him in the knee with like a pencil. Mm-hmm. Or a fork or something. Yeah. Because <laughs> he thought stab. his legs didn't work, but they really or, do work. Stab him in the voice box so he can't talk anymore. Oh, come on, man. I think he's got a good voice for comedy. I I, I, I think that was my main issue. It's like, he, this does not sound like a serious person. Because he it's, it's just bad acting. It's terrible. Because you know he's fine. 
Yeah. So. Besides, it's just, uh, nothing he says, the, the way he delivers it is not believable. I think they should have went all in and put him in a full body cast. I would love to see that. You could That'd put somebody in a full body cast. Like, they do that for movies. You could do that for, like, a TV show. Yeah, it takes some time, but, you know, what else are you doing? You know what you would have liked? If he was in a full body cast and he's in, like, just in a hospital bed mm-hmm. and they're just talking to him mm-hmm. and you just only see his eyes move. Yes. So that you don't have to hear him. Mm-hmm. And to make it even better for you, we can have him cry a little. Or you, so he's you sad. Just, or if we only hear... But they're reacting as that as if they understand him, like Kenny from South yes. Park. Yes, yes, yeah. that's sure. what you should have done. Well, you know the same spy who stole my idea to have Sonya show up on NXT to help Mandy. You could mm-hmm. use this too. Yeah, you use this too. That, that was, was a highlight for me, though. I yeah. like that because I love when I feel like sometimes you can, even though people do have parallel thinking, and it might have been the most obvious thing to do. Sometimes they don't do the most obvious thing. But you can you can manifest things into existence if you want it bad enough. Mm-hmm. So, or I'm if you listen to the Facebook with... podcast and you work on the creative team. Yeah, I'm really glad to be right that to be right about that. Uh, let's see. SmackDown highlights everything Bloodline once again. All of it. All of it. Also, L.A. Knight. Yeah, putting yeah. The in their place, saying he he doesn't care, he doesn't care about them chanting his name. Yeah. He just wants to put put the locker room on notice. What was your opinion of Booker T before we continue? Because you never said really. Because you don't like him, like last time I, he spoke. I don't. I don't like. I don't like his commentary. No, yeah, his commentary. I, yeah. I mean, you like Booker T, but his commentary is not your cup of tea. Right. It's not. It's 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 overpowering for someone as generic as Vic Joseph. Oh, I see. Okay, I say give them time. Yeah, like like hopefully they'll develop a chemistry. Hopefully Vic Joseph will come out of his shell a little bit. I'll take Booker T over King. Certainly. So, yes, because let me tell you, nothing beats Attitude Era King. It's just like he's of that time. You know, it's not doesn't work here. Right. And I always respect and love the King. Mm-hmm. But I just don't I think it's the right move keeping him on the panel sometimes to provide that, you know, elder statesman wisdom on mm-hmm. certain things, especially like he's got all this knowledge, all this stuff that he's done. Talk That's about fine. strap matches. You talk about the strap match doing a mm-hmm. book of team impersonation. You talk about the strap match over there, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's it's funny. Booker T says he's not a commentator. He doesn't do commentary. He's an analyst. I like that. I like that. You know, I like that. I like that. The analyst part of the commentary team. Yeah, I like that. Same. I like that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I liked um, Damage Control beating Roxy, Raquel, and Shotzi with the Crucifix. Yep. Good stuff. It's a good match. Take um, care of business. And then we had the Bray segment, which we already discussed. And I uh, yeah, I yeah. cried a little. It was... I, I it's uh it got to me on an emotional level. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I forgot I, to mention that. I you know I must be forgetting something because he said he lost two people very important to him. Obviously, one was Brody. Whoever the other one was, uh, I I don't I'm not remembering who it was. 
I don't know either. I was just going on maybe that other one was himself at some point. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't really delve into personal life like that. So Could be. Let me see if it says here on his Wikipedia. Very Probably quickly. not the best time Very for quickly. this. Yeah. Uh, I'll look later. Cool. Um, so that's it for my my WWE notes. You got anything else? Or no. Sh- I right. think you did great. Thank you, thank you. Jumping to Dynamite. So we had a, the big face-to-face between Mox and Hangman, right? Yes. A lot of people praised Hangman's performance. I guess you don't like it. Judging from the way you started it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, You know me so well. Hey, man, you're my buddy. You're my bro. Yep. So, he gets an A for effort. You know, he, he... he busted his ass out there to make it believable, and I'm I'm happy for that. He I hit himself pretty that. hard. I think he was in a lot of pain. He hit himself <laughs> like, a lot harder. Than I'm he like I'm glad to. he didn't fall on the ground. He was but. standing there talking and swelling up. He's like, I felt like inside he's like, and Box is like, oh, that's kind of badass, but not the best idea. But okay, <laughs> uh, you got my respect. <laughs> uh, it just it didn't land as believable to me yeah it's um it's adam adam page playing hangman interesting i gotta say i i think i got i just have a soft spot for hangman because Mm -hmm. he looks like one of my favorite actors he looks like Stephen amell so like i don't know i i really think he's a nice guy he's a good guy Mm -hmm. and i think if they focused if everybody got together if philip brooks in corporate Hmm. would get his head up out of his ass Mm -hmm. if everybody would just come together you have a star in this guy he's it's just he's so close to unlocking this like next level of his evolution Mm -hmm. he's right there but there's a shadow looming over him. A shadow they Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Mm-hmm. So even if he manages to keep his word, which, by the way, protects him if he beats Moxley, mm-hmm. even if he beats Moxley, and I guess the chip works like money in the bank? Seems to. And... It's the only way you could really put the belt on MJF, I think. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. A knockout drag out between Mox and Hangman. Where neither one is willing to give in. And Hangman just gets it. And MJF just takes it away from him. Mm-hmm. Because I, I don't see Moxley doing the job for MJF. For the championship. That's just my opinion. Yeah, same. Thing is, if they do that, then it's got to be one of those third times a charm for Hangman. Because, granted... He, he seemed really upset. 
Yeah. Like, he so, was very upset. Yeah, it's well documented. And I like we just said it. I like I don't find Hangman's promos particularly believable. Right. But the fan like of the vast majority of AEW viewers love him. So so I see that. And as is well documented on this podcast, I believe he didn't get a fair shake when he dropped the title to Punk. Here's the thing, Rich. Yeah. All I want mm-hmm. as a wrestling fan is an over awesome John Cena level cowboy face character. I'm down with that. That's all I want. That's all I want. I just wish he could just get there. I'm down with that. So if your scenario plays out, you know, Hangman, you know what? On on when it comes back around, Hangman has to be a lot more vicious. He has to be angry. He has to be essentially there stone cold. Yeah. In taking the title from MJF. Because if he's going to lose the title to MJF, he has to be the one to take it back. In a and bull rope he, match. Sure. But then he has to have a good long run with it. Yeah. Because he deserved a good long run the first time. Yep. He's not my cup of tea, but he's a popular cup of tea, and I believe in that cup of tea. And then you just keep putting him in matches in the against the baddest motherfuckers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about varying different types of guys. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about Big guys, fast guys, strong guys, violent guys, you know, just just have him just barely making it. But he just got he just bare knuckles it and just toughs it out and just mm-hmm. kicks ass. Claudio, Kenny, Let's get it Hobbs, going. Joe, Sharks. before he gets too fat. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Warlow. Mm-hmm. Things like Darby that. Allen. Yep. Because you know Darby's going to be in there somewhere. It's Yeah, and just have him starch him. Mm-hmm. Just starch him. Mm-hmm. It's all I want. Like, I respect you, but I'm pinning you in under a minute. Yeah, that's it. Listen, mm-hmm. I'm not playing a game with you. Mm-hmm. This means a lot to me. When I lost this, I lost part of myself. I have it. I am not parting with it. Over my dead body. Mm-hmm. Like that. Yep. And there's there's no way I'm the only one that watches AEW and is, you know, questioning Hangman. You know? Mm-hmm. Yep. But he absolutely deserved that first run and Punk was not it. Punk was just not it. Moving on from that. Moving on. Uh I don't have any other highlights from Rampage from Dynamite unless uh something you wanted. Nah, bro. I'm ready to rock and roll. Let's keep going on a rampage, baby. Rampage. Red highlight. It was it was so dumb when Jade and the Baddies came out, right? When uh, after the Nyla Rose Anna J match. Yep. And Jade sends the two baddies down to deal with security, and they just like get in their faces, like, "Hey, you, you gonna let us through? No." Mm-hmm. Hey, Jade, they're not going to let us through. You know? Well, I guess we better go. Yeah. So Jade comes out and just bowls every one of them over. But of course, and like it's not like they 
um, Vicky and Nyla and I think Maria Shafir was there too. It's not like they had that much room to get by. All Jade had to do was turn around. Yeah. This is another example of putting your stars in bad positions. It could have been done better. Yeah. It could have been done in a way that Jade doesn't look stupid. But why are the security guards protecting a thief? She has something that doesn't belong to her. Allegedly, that was explained at um, an earlier press conference in the day. Oh. That uh, Nyla Rose came out as the uh, alleged self-proclaimed TBS champion. Don't tell me we're doing possession as nine-tenths of the law. That, well, that was what she said on, in a promo. And uh, she said she had her own like personal security. How? She barely wrestles. How does she have enough money for her own personal security? She's not even a champion. She probably borrowed it from Vicky. Make it make sense. Okay. Yeah. Like, the fact that Chris Jericho is still the Ring of Honor champion pisses me off. Hmm. And, you know, God bless it. You know, I, I thank you, Brian Danielson, for putting over young talent like Chris Jericho. <laughs> it's so important mm-hmm. that this young kid gets the confidence boost that he needs to be a star of the future. Building the future you are. You know? God damn, man. This could I was be... doing so well. Mm. You yeah. were. This I was could... holding on to this. I know. <laughs> you were. I know. I was, I, you know, you know like I, I was able to, f- I sensed it, you know? Yeah. It's great but disturbance I, in the force. Yeah. I wonder if this is sort of the next uh, evolution in uh, maybe not. I, yeah, I guess controlling crowd reaction. So, the IW, you know, us, the IWC, the trolls, whatever you want to call them. If they like a heel, it could be really, really tough for that heel to piss them off. Oh, yeah, for sure. Jericho is that heel. You know how I can tell Jericho is that heel? What percentage of the of the fan, the live audience, sing his song? Like a ninety percent. <laughs> right, and the other ten percent try. Yeah, I'm in there. Like I know yeah. most of them. Now, you can't sing his song and then boo him because then you're the one flip flopping, right? We've discussed Jeff- the fact that his theme song is a detriment to his healness. It is, like. Like, like they really should change it to something else. Well, they should have let MJF retire him, but hey, we can't time travel. So. Right. <laughs> Yet. Yet. Even okay. then, I don't. I think look, what we do, looking I at think... everything, mm-hmm. we don't have any business near any kind of time travel. Agreed. Or at least anything we can interact with or change. I would be interested in a way to view the past. Right. Uh, that's about it. Yeah, that way, like that way, we could learn like specific specifics about events. And yeah. honestly, even then, we together, no one will learn. Right. Some of us will. Some it, it, it's anyway. Yeah. 
before <clears throat> before we go down that rabbit hole. Yeah, we're not. It's covered right. by a manhole. It is. Um, what are we talking about? Jericho. Jericho. He's got. He's got. He's got to change that the theme song. But the thing is, he should have a heel theme song when he's a heel and go back, and you know he's a face when another one comes back. Mm-hmm. And that's great heat there. It's like, boo! This isn't what we like. You know, there's like there's another Fozzie song. I can't think of it. Uh, right now that I think would fit really well for an actual heel character. Um, so not Judas, though. Like, I get why he picked Judas. Yeah. I think it should be generic sports entertainer music. I think mm-hmm. they should hire CFOs Yo. to make them a theme song. Yeah. That's what they should do. And that would be brilliant. Just the one song. Yes, exactly. Theirs. Or maybe specialized for each member of uh, JS. It has to be the most CFO of CFO songs. Mm-hmm. It's the only way it'll work. Yo. Yep. What if it started with the Rebel Do? I think that's not a good idea. They wrote it. It ha- I know, but it has to be subtle. You know, that's that's like that's that's not on the nose. That's a broken nose. That's like <laughs> you're just cracking them in the face with your fists. Yeah, they're not even able to defend themselves. <laughs> Dude, what's more heelish than that? Yeah, I know, but it's a little bit better when it's like, oh, I see what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know. Okay. But yeah, that could work too. Either That'd way, great. Yeah. Anyway, so it pisses people off. That Jericho has the Ring of Honor championship. It pisses off Ring of Honor fans. People that respect the history of Ring of Honor. What wrestling fans know about Ring of Honor and respect the history of Ring of Honor? The IWC. Like the, the trolls that are super vocal on Twitter and everything. If it's pissing them off and Jericho is a heel, that is a good thing. Mm-hmm. If you and I are pissed off that Jericho is the Ring of Honor champion when Jericho is a heel. Jericho is intentionally, blatantly bringing dishonor to the Ring of Honor championship, the Ring of Jericho championship. That is correct. Mm -hmm. This is the way. This is the way. Yeah. I think this is how you do it. Because you want your heels to get a heel reaction. If everyone loves your heel, he's doing it wrong. We talk about, you know, like back when when Kevin Owens first debuted on the main roster, be, being the cool heel, right? Mm-hmm. So this is the opposite. This is the heel being the asshole heel. And you're mad about it. So mad. And it's great. That is perfect. That is good. That's what we do at the Basement Bookers podcast, really, on a regular basis. I think yeah. this is a uh, top-tier Basement Bookers episode, not to be missed. So that's just my opinion. <clears throat> that's my analysis of Jericho as the Ring of Honor champion. Yep. Uh, yes, I hated it at first, but then I said, wait a second. Aren't I supposed to hate it since he's a heel? I even said that like that first week. I said, unless he does something where blah, 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 blah. And he's kind of doing that. 
So there we go. Yep. That's all I got for uh, Rampage. All right. I think that's it then. All right. All right. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, email us, basicbookers at gmail.com. Uh, Twitter at basicbookers at basicbookers. I wish there is. The DMs are open if 160 characters is not enough for you. Shout us out. If you want to challenge the winner of Manny versus uh, Farron for the Inconsequential Championship, hit us up. Let us know. Uh, Instagram, Basement Bookers Pod. we got a Facebook page, Basement Bookers. Just, you know, and Google it. You'll find all our stuff. And as far as where to find this podcast, I might have messed up that line, but I don't care. Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And just got his party message for you. Uh, before the parting message, I wanted to, again, thank Manny for taking the time to make a video, make his statements, plural, on this subject, and it doesn't go unnoticed. And now, I will say it. The match of life is scheduled for one fall. So make it count. And do what the man says. Follow the booker.